financial freedom, it's within everyone's reach. And this key shows you how to build prosperity and generational wealth for your family on Becoming the Bank. Hello, it's me, Anissa Keys, with Becoming the Bank. If you're tuning in for the first time this week, this is a podcast that shares biblical principles and practices that have helped me to become a generational wealth builder. Listen, I got to start with this. Minneapolis holds a special place in entrepreneur and designer Houston White's heart. It's where he first got his start. So whether it's launching the Get Down Coffee Company or his new Houston White for Target collection, Houston takes immense pride in giving back and inspiring those around him. Watch Houston discuss turning passions into reality and the importance of lifting the community up on Target's exciting content series, Black Beyond, now playing on youtube.com slash Target. This is not a how-to podcast, so it's not going to be how do I make money, how do I start a business, how do I build um, a house, how do I buy a building, um, you know, I always felt like those are things that you can easily access on the World Wide Web, right? You can Google all of that and it will give you like specific like uh, instructions on how to make those things happen. I know that even with those specific instructions, only 10% of the world holds 90% of our wealth, right? And so clearly, even though those instructions are accessible to us, even though it doesn't take much to, to, to be able to follow those instructions, you, not everybody has done it, right? Not everybody has become financially free. And that's because my belief system is it's not a how-to thing, right? Is that it's about you becoming someone that can be financially free, which means you got to shift some of the ways in which you think, the way that you manage your finances, the way you see yourself, the way that you see uh, money, all of those pieces. And so um, I am really doing this podcast to, to help you to become someone that is a wealth builder, to become someone that is financially free. And that means that I'm going to teach a lot of like skill sets around like how do, how do you get to that space? Particularly, I think that the Bible gives us instructions on how to live and a magnificent life. And they speak specifically to how to build wealth, how to live a life of financial freedom. And so that's where I glean all of my information. That's how I felt I have been able to become a generational wealth builder um, and become financially free. So we are in this series currently talking about manna. Um, manna is this bread-like substance that fell from heaven. It's a pretty cool story. It's found in Exodus 16. And at this particular point in the Bible, there's the Israelites who are God's chosen people, right, who were enslaved in Egypt. Um, they were in like huge numbers, but they were in bondage. And so that means that they really took care of the Egyptians. And eventually the bondage that they were under, they cried out to the Lord to be free. The Lord heard their cry, of course, and he sent Moses. When he sent Moses to help free them, the Israelites left the land, but they went into a wilderness season time, right? Which is really just meaning that like, right, this manna season, they're in between, right, this space. And so I call it a liminal season or a liminal space. It's the in-between space, right? It's, it's when you're not where you used to be 
but you're also not where God has called you to be. So you're you're in between. This is manna season. This is wilderness season. This is the liminal season. In this particular time and season, typically this is where doubt sets in, right? It's during this time because you can't always see the light at the end of the tunnel, right? Like faith is required. In transformation, this is the becoming is what I'm talking about, is inevitable transformation will happen during this season, but it's only depends on whether or not you can embrace what's happening during this time frame. And so the Israelites are in the wilderness, they're tired, they're hungry, and about a month out of Egypt, out of bondage, they start complaining to Moses, right, their leader, and they're like, dang, you know, you brought us out here to die. Like, where's the food going to come from? Like, we don't have any land to feed off of, right? We we could we could have stayed back there in slavery. That would have probably been better than sort of like leading us out of bondage into like the wilderness. And now we ain't got nothing to eat. Now I'm paraphrasing, right? But the point is, is they were complaining as if, even though God had done all these amazing works, split the Red Sea, released him from bondage. He had done like all these, uh, um, these, uh, uh, oh my goodness, I can't even think, these plagues, right, that they were able to witness that happened to the Egyptians that did not happen to them, that kind of set them apart, they still were doubting God. Now, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. It can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem-solving mode when faced with a challenge in life. But when you learn how to find your own solution, there's no better feeling. A therapist can help you become a better problem solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals, no matter how big or small. As a licensed marriage and family therapist, I know how important it is to seek counseling, to unload stress, find emotional healing, and help you with anxiety and depression. BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. Visit betterhelp.com slash Shaletta today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash Shaletta. Now Moses, God responds by telling Moses, listen, I'm going to send them quail at night and then they're going to have manna that's going to fall from heaven every day. I only want them to eat enough for that day, right? Which means that they have to count on me right? To be able to keep them satisfied and sustain them every day. So if they took too much, it would rot. They didn't take enough. God would, you know, miraculously make sure that they had enough, but they'd be satisfied, right? Their hunger would be satisfied or will it? Okay. So I just want to pause right there, right? Because I really want to talk to you about dissatisfaction in this season. So I know that I kind of gave you guys like this information around like, right, you get enough to satisfy your belly to fill you up. And so really, there's a feeling of every day, this manna season, at least God satisfies your, your hunger, right? He satisfies what you need in your belly. However, there's still a feeling that you have of dissatisfaction. And that's what I want to talk about today. It's inevitable during this season, right? And so I want to make sure we talk about this because you feel satisfied, but you still feel very dissatisfied. And I want to, I want to play with that a little bit. Listen, there's so much room, right, for kingdom wealth management in this story, so much learning for it, which is the reason why I want to spend time in this series. Last week, we talked about the principle of leaning into the word of God for your daily bread, right? Daily bread, meaning literally accessing the Bible every day 
during this season, right? To like glean nutrients, to glean uh, substance, right? And that you need to do that every day. We talked about that last week. This week, we're going to talk about the strong feelings of dissatisfaction you're likely to feel when you face this season. I have to break this apart a little bit, right? And so I just want you to sit with the with the connection of maybe your belly being satisfied, but still, you still having a feeling of like, this is not enough, right? So when I think about dissatisfaction, particularly in this season, in order for it to really, really jive, you have to think on the wilderness and the manna season and how well into their journey the Israelites are, right? And as they begin to grumble and complain, the Lord gives them manna and they're eating the manna for probably months. Now they're eating manna every single day. <laughs> every day, the same food. Every day, the same thing. Because God, does God supply it? Absolutely. Do they get their bellies full? Every day they get their bellies full. But every day it's manna. I don't know about y'all, right? Like, you know, people like variety. Most people do, right? And even though your belly is full, you can over time become dissatisfied with maybe what is being supplied in your life at this time. And I think this happens in manna season, right? Where God is providing for us every day, but there's a feeling inside of like, God, I still believe you have something more for me. Like manna's cool and I'm grateful for manna even, right? But like, mm, I'm still dissatisfied. Like I'm feeling like there's more for me, that this is not it which is good that you are able to have that feeling and make that awareness, right? Because God didn't, didn't place us to live in manna season. Like he, he doesn't want to live. We doesn't, I mean, God wants us to be connected to him every day and relying on him every day. But I don't believe that God wants us in a season of time where we are only getting enough for that day, right? Like God wants us to have enough for our cup to fill over, right? Or he wants to be a God of more than enough. And he wants that to be the kind of God that we know, which means this satisfaction makes sense, right? So like your belly's full, maybe your bank account is okay. Maybe you're getting by just fine, right? But still you're in a season where you're like, I want more. God, I believe that, that you have more for me. There's an insatiable desire that you can't kick of thinking, Lord, I know you want more for me. I know you have more for me, right? And can you imagine the Israelites out of bondage and they do have what they need every day, but they're still complaining. Isn't this us, right? I mean, I know for sure this is me as much as I might deny it, right? And that like, I'm good. L like literally, I'm good. And, and still I'm in this manna season and I'm like, God, I believe you have something more for me. Now, I'm not trying to validate the feelings of the Israelites, right? Because God was burning with anger about their complaining. I don't know if he was burning with anger about their lack of desire. I mean, or their dissatisfaction. I think it was their complaining. Remember wilderness season, liminal season, manna season, right? It's, it's where you were at the moment, but God is trying to get you to somewhere else, right? And so I believe that feeling of dissatisfaction is actually maybe even divine, right? Like Lord saying, this is not all, <laughs> this is not it. I think you can be grateful for where you're at, but still have a desire and a belief that God wants to take you somewhere else. Again, manna seasons are inevitable. And in business, you have regular manna seasons. I had a season like this about five years into business where I plateaued, that I came to the end of myself, right? I had done everything that I knew to do. 
And I entered into manna season because I began to sort of decline in my functioning as a business owner, mainly because I think I thought I had hit the top and like there was nowhere else to go. And every day, right, even though nothing lacked, I felt like, hmm, Lord, thank you for sustaining me. But like, is this it? Like I still was dissatisfied, right? Because of the plateau, because I didn't feel like I was building, because I didn't feel like I had everything that the Lord wanted for me. I believe that there was something where else different that the Lord was trying to take me. So that makes me think that I was in a manna season. Here's the importance that I believe is necessary for the reason for dissatisfaction. I believe it catapults you. It serves as your motivator. It removes a deterrence and pushes you forward out of manna season. It actually ensures that you don't become comfortable, stagnant, or okay with where you're at. My online pastor, Dr. Darius Daniels, who I love like dearly, he calls this a holy agitation, right? The lack of comfort forces you to grow and to move on. It is the way in which the Israelites won't remain, right, in this wilderness season. It's supposed to be the thing that pushes them into the next season. And I think dissatisfaction helps to push us into the next season. During this time, unlike the Israelites, I just don't complain, right? I went into action, right? I was seeking the Lord. I began to create a plan for mobilization. And I began to lean on daily bread for God more, not just for sustainability, but more for stored energy to be prepared to do what he had called me next for. Listen, there's someone you need to become during this season. Okay, this is important. This is always about becoming. God is always transforming you, right? Into Jesus Christ's likeness for sure, but then also closer to your purpose so you can do what he's called you to do. So you're always becoming. Here's the three becoming principles and practices that I learned in this season. Number one, become someone that believes God for more. This is a like a critical principle, right? I've heard it said this way, the God you see, is the God you get. So if you believe in a God that's just good enough, you'll get a God that's just good enough. Why? Because you will manifest whatever it is that God you think is the God you serve is trying to create in you, right? And so if you are a person that believes God for miracles, what are you going to do? You're going to wait on God. You're going to pray on God. You're going to expect him to deliver miracles. If not, if you believe him for something different, then it will be the same, right? So the God you see is the God you get. You have to be able to see God as more than just a sustaining God. Oh my God, you will lack hugely if you think that he is just a getting by God. You have to believe that no matter where he's brought you from and what he's done for you, he's able to do more. The scripture says more than you can ask, think, or imagine, right? You need to believe God for more. You also need to become, number two, you need to become someone who complains less and plans more. I'm not sure on most people's thoughts on this, right? I just feel like complaining doesn't do anything but waste perfectly good energy. My personal, right? I'm huge on utilizing my resources efficiently, right? So my resources, I talked about this before, right? Are time, money, and energy. Those are all my resources. Those are my, my, my most significant commodities, right? And what I've learned is that complaining is completely useless. I mean, like emotionally, it doesn't do anything for you. Mentally, intellectually, 
physically, like it's just no good, right? So it's almost like, what's the point? Instead, take that energy, right, to plan for your upcoming season. You don't know what it is? Plan for what you think it's going to be. You don't have a thought as to what it can be? Use your imagination. I found planning to be an excellent use of resources and a great way to keep your mind sharp during the mana season. It keeps you focused on the goals in your future and a great exercise to remind you that this season has to come to an end. So you're like, you're like prophetically planning as if like, you know, it's going to come to an end, right? Biblically, you know, it's going to come to an end, right? The, the whole word of God, right? Flows and functions and seasons. And so you know that this manna season has to come to an end, right? The only person who doesn't come to an end, the only thing that doesn't come to an end is, is the Lord, right? And so, you know, the seasons have to come to an end. Number three, last one, become someone that is grateful. How does this help with dissatisfaction? I'm not even sure. The Lord gave this to me two or three times. I was like, I don't know why, Lord. Why am I putting this in there? But maybe he's letting us know that you can be dissatisfied and grateful at the same time. Maybe the Lord is letting us know that he can't trust us for the future season if he can't trust that we're grateful for this season that we're in or that we're grateful for the past season. Maybe we just need to be regularly taking on a heart of gratitude in general. Or maybe gratitude helps us get through the season of dissatisfaction. Maybe it shifts our perspective in our heart. Either way, it is a requirement for this season and really every season. Become more grateful. Thank God for where you are, where you're at, where you were. Thank him in advance for where you're going. So listen, we're on this series called Manna. We're going to be in here for a few weeks. I think just two more, um, two more weeks. This is going to give us some principles and practices of navigating wilderness seasons in our lives. But I can tell you, wilderness does not mean lack. I want to make this clear, right? Because I want you to thrive and win during this season. Manna season is inevitable in the lives of kingdom wealth builders. Stewardship over our financial well-being during this time is critical. I hope that you can take on some of these principles and practices to build generational wealth. My hope is that you become a blessing and a resource to your family, your sphere of influence, and your community. This is Becoming the Bank with Anissa Keys. I'll see you next time. Check back next week for more of Anissa's Kingdom Principles to Live a Prosperous Life. To find previous episodes of Becoming the Bank, log on to ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. You deserve more internet than what you get from just your cell phone. Get free high-speed internet at home, a $29.95 value, when you qualify for Internet Essentials Plus and the Affordable Connectivity Program. Enjoy more streaming, gaming, and video chatting on more devices for free. With unlimited data and a wireless gateway included at no extra cost. No fees, no taxes, and no annual contract. Connect to more of what you love for free with Xfinity and the Affordable Connectivity Program. Click, call, or visit a store to learn more. At Hy-Vee, we take pride of being part of the communities we serve. In 2021, we donated more than 14 million meals, and this year, we're committed to doing even more. For over 90 years, we've been the place that people turn in time of need, and we take that very seriously. That's why we're loading our semis full of food this week and making deliveries across the Midwest to help families this Easter. To join our effort, simply donate when you're at the checkout. Together, we can make a big difference for those in need. There's a new way to get around in North Minneapolis. It's Metro Transit Micro. 
a new ride-sharing service that connects you with Metro Transit bus routes or wherever you need to go on the north side. It's convenient, affordable, and accessible. Metro Transit Micro uses minibuses to reach more neighborhoods, and you'll have shorter wait times. It costs just the same as bus routes, and it's easy to use. You can pay your fare in cash, a go-to card, or the Metro Transit app. Just go to metrotransit.org slash micro. Download the app and create your account. It's really simple. So whether you're going to a friend's house in Bryn Mawr to watch the Vikings game, or you need to get dropped off at the Metro C-Line station to hop on a bus to get to work across town, Metro Transit Micro got you covered. Book a ride, get picked up, and get where you need to go. Start riding today on one of the new Metro Transit Micro minibuses. It's back to school time, and that means it's back to cooking breakfast for your kiddos and making school lunches. That's a lot of cracked eggshells and cut off sandwich crust. Now listen, before you think about throwing those food scraps away, think about recycling them. Ramsey County has a program that can help you do just that, and it won't cost you a dime. Ramsey County has a free food scraps recycling program that lets you collect stuff like apple cores, coffee grounds, and veggie scraps. Here's how it works. Put all those scraps into a compostable bag. Then once a week, drop it off at a free food scrap site by your house. And listen, I understand that life is busy, so if you can't get there once a week, just toss the bag in the freezer until you can find the time to do it. To locate a food scrap collection site near you and to get more information about the program, visit RamseyRecycles.com slash food scraps and tell your friends and family about it. Let's all do our part to help save the planet. Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at UHC.com. Plan benefits may vary. You started your business with big dreams and big ideas. But achieving your goals is a matter of doing the little things right. At Bremer Bank, we're ready to help you navigate all the details, questions, and challenges you encounter on your way to growth and success. Because right now, relationships matter more than ever. And understanding is everything. Find out more at bremer.com. It's never too late to set the stage for well-being. Here's your well-being tip of the day from YMCA of the North. Put mindfulness in your tool belt. Mindfulness is a method of paying attention and bringing awareness to whatever is happening at the moment. Be open to the idea of being present and honest with yourself. Observe what's happening rather than trying to control what's happening. We reduce our stress, anxiety, and negative emotions when observing rather than get overly flustered in our reactions. For more well-being tips, meditation, and yoga classes, visit us at ymcanorth.org forward slash well-being. At General Mills, our table is your table. And we believe racial equity, diversity, and inclusion are key ingredients for our success. Learn more about our work to inspire change at generalmills.com forward slash racial equity. 